that is us. Nice, upbeat music coming from BBS Radio. And we are very, very grateful uh, to have to be on BBS radio with Don as our hosts, along with Doug and the staff. They're absolutely amazing beings. So we're so happy that we have this connection with them. So today's topic is all about gratitude and maybe something else as well. So one, we are very, very grateful that we have all of you here with all of us as we move forward on our journey, our big, big journey of ascension of higher frequencies and movement from 3D to 5D. Uh, thank you all for being here on this day, which is December the 30th, 2023. We'll only say 2023 for like a couple more days and we're done. So anyways, with that being said, I just want to say uh, in um, before we bring uh, Zoraya and we, we can get those shows started, is that, um, you know, one, we always in our newsletters and even in our calls, we always, Zora and Zoraya and myself, we call ourselves, you know, for all of us that are listening, gods and goddesses. And the reason for that being is because it helps us to really begin to really connect more with who we are in reality. This is not our reality. Our reality is we are higher beings of, you know, of higher densities, right? From fifth dimension and up, et cetera. So anyways, uh, one of the key things in order for us to begin to continue with our calls with BBS is if you like what we uh, deliver, you like the messages, and you would like to be able to support us on BBS radio, you know, there is a subscribe button when you go into um, BBS uh, radio.com forward slash wait, uh, time to wake up. You'll see just, you know, where you can subscribe and you can subscribe for as little as $2.99, uh, to, you know, $9.99 and all the way up to $49.99. But a little bit always really kind of helps us to be able to stay with the program, uh, that you like. Uh, so with that, being said, I want to say thank you for those that have subscribed and for those that are new and would like to be able to, uh, would like to, you know, give us a little support. We would really appreciate that. Okay. Now, um, in regards to today's call, we are going to be talking about gratitude to start with, with a little something else, but we also would like to be able to, for you to come to the call and voice. That's when you're about probably near the half hour mark before we end our call. We're going to open up the lines so you could tell us how you have felt your transition to be or what you have learned over 2023 and what you are what you are in gratitude for as we speak today. Okay, so I'll give you an opportunity to to say hi, and uh, of course, what you contribute. Everybody is going to be be able to listen to to your words of um, of gratitude. Okay, so that being said, let me see if there's anything else I needed to ask uh, or mention today. Oh, I think we got it. All right. Okay, so let's go ahead and bring Zaria. Zaria. I know you're there, right? Hello. 
Yeah. Oh, there you are. And welcome to our July, <laughs> December the 30th, near the end of 2023. And we know you have a message for us as we can, as we go forward with our call for today. All right. Take it away. I'm going to leave the floor now to you and your father. Uh, with maybe a little insertion when now and then. Okay. Thank you, Zaria. Welcome. Okay. Hi, hey, everybody. Uh, everybody I, out there. Yeah, hey, uh, one more thing I forgot. So before we begin our call, um, maybe we could just do a nice, you know, five, four, three, two, one in terms of the energy so we can all kind of be at that uh, level of energy so we can begin. So and I don't have headbands, put them on. Yep. And then you know my father's going to be saying that. <laughs> Always. Always, yes, definitely. Okay, I think we're ready. All right. Well. Five. Five, four, three, two, one, receive. Five, four, three, two, one, we receive. Lots of love and goodness and healing and great health and prosperity and abundance for all. And we know it. Okay. Well, I'm, I was kind of stumped into what I was going to be talking about, but my father pointed out something in this book that he wants me to read, so I'm going to be doing that in a minute. But first, I want to I'd be impressed to uh, you know talk about gratitude, but also implement implement a a tool to help you with your gratitude. And gratitude rock, okay. Um, what I want you to do is when you get a chance, I want you to go out to a stream. I want you to find a nice flat rock. And that would be your gratitude rock. And what I want you to do with that rock is, you know, bring it in the house and just sit down and just talk to the rock and, and institute all your, the, your gratitude into the rock. Uh, whatever you're, if you're having problems, be in gratitude for the outcome. And the gratitude rock is something that you can material hold, hold in your hand and use it to store or to, you know, yeah, to store your gratitude into that rock. Uh, and the little story behind that was that a a person had a, um, um, a a child that was sick in the hospital, and the hospital was saying that the the child was not going to make it, and he the father went out and got a a rock, and that became his gratitude rock. So he was great. He was in great gratitude for having his son, in gratitude for having uh, you know a wonderful family, 
And when he did that, all at once, he got a call from the hospital, and they said, something miraculous has happened. Uh, your child is going to be fine. Um, the growth we saw in the um, in the x-rays is gone. Uh, all because the father started being in gratitude. And so being, having a gratitude rock is a outward showing of yourself that you're committed to being grateful. And that's, you know, that's very, it's really important that you need to be in gratitude for everything that you have or everything that you're going to have uh, when you get your blessing. So, gratitude rock is a very important tool for everyone to go out and get yourself a rock, one that's preferably flat, out of a, out of a stream or a river, and just put a, uh, take a black, black magic marker and write on the rock, gratitude. Gratitude rock. Uh, questions, Araya? Yes, go ahead. Suppose you don't live by a stream. But you have, and you're, uh, you know, you you're like in a desert area or where there are no, you know, visible really rocks. I mean, that's in the stream because you don't have a stream. So can you just pick up a rock that you find in the backyard or elsewhere? Of course, yes. It, or how about um, what we're I, saying to pick one up out of a stream because there's uh, there's energy uh, right. associated with that. Right, and if you can, if you have a stream, fine. If you don't, then uh, you know, dig a rock up out of your backyard, and <laughs> that, can, that that can become your gratitude rock. Uh, can, how about a, as how long about, as it's a rock that's somewhat flat that you can write on, and and then you just what you do is you get a piece of paper with a pen and a pen um, or magic marker or whatever. And you write down everything that you're grateful for, and you put the rock on top of that paper. Hmm, good idea. Somewhere, somewhere in your house, wherever. Yeah. And watch things start to happen in your what? favor. Hmm. How about a, your, how about a crystal, Billy? Well, my father said rock. He didn't say crystal. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. No, you don't. You don't want to. You don't want to. Uh, uh, you know, um, cloud a or, or or compromise a crystal. You don't want to do that. Uh, no, just, just get a rock, uh, somewhat flat, and write on write on it, gratitude rock, and then write down write everything that you're grat you're grateful for on a separate piece of paper. And just set that gratitude rock on top of it. Beautiful. And um, and you'll find you'll find that things will start happening in your favor. If problems will go away, um, illnesses can go away. Uh, depends on what the whole situation is. But when you commit yourself to being in gratitude, having this gratitude rock, 
and a, a, a copy of everything you're grateful for, your life is going to change in ways you couldn't possibly imagine. Because gratitude is a very powerful force. And it's really important for you to be in gratitude for everything that you have and everything that you're going to be blessed with. So that's my little, that's my little uh, spiel on the subject of yeah. gratitude. Um, I'm going to be reading from one of Diane's books. It's called The Call Goes Out to the Cetacean Nation. And my father impressed me to talk about mermaids and mermen. I'm not quite sure why, but we're going to find out. So I'm going to that page right now, page 42 of the call goes out to the Cetacean Nation. And of course, if you want to get get Diane books from her, uh, directly from her, her website is www three W's and a dot, capital dot, D-A-D-I-A-N-N-E, capital R-O-B-B-I-N-S, dot com. And you go to her site. I'll give it to you one more time. www dot, capital D-I-A-N-N-E, capital R-O-B-B-I-N-S, dot com. That's her website. Go there to order your books from her directly. That way she gets most of the proceeds concerning the books. And it helps her to further her outreach of the, uh, you know, for the masses. And her books are also in different languages and also on video, or audio, I should say, audio book. And uh, so in different languages. I don't know the, all, all the different languages, but you've got several in different languages. So go there on her site and order the books that, from her um, that you, that you want to get. And um, other books that she has out is called Tree Talk, where the trees give a message. And then, of course, there's the Crystal Kingdom, messages from the Crystal Kingdom. And uh, let me see here. Let me give you another avenue. Another book to the route. Um, messages from the Hollow Earth. And Telos, uh, Subterranean City. Beneath Mount Shasta. Those are the books she has out. And you definitely want to get them because they're very inspirational. And they help her to uh, exist because she that's her livelihood, selling those books. And the books are very, very uplifting as well. Okay, now, talking about the mermen, mermaids and mermen, which I'm going to go through that right now. 
For those of you who have the book already, go to page 42. All right, here we go. No. I am Mikey. Waiting out I'm waiting out at sea for you to wake up to my call. Today we talk about mermaids, those ancient myths from the past. No mermaids are indeed real. Mermaids are People living in cetacean bodies as well. Do you think the what do you think the whales are? Who do you think the whales are? Were your people living in the cetacean bodies just as people living in humanoid form? The bodies are the outer encasements covering the souls, giving us a place to operate from so to speak, so that we can experience Earth firsthand without covering our body to live in. We couldn't be here. Okay. So our bodies are essential, but not the key to our existence. The key is the soul inhibiting the body, which gives it life. The life force which fuels the body comes from the soul, not the other way around. Once you know this principle of life, you can understand how all life is one soul, emanating from the same source. So we, we so we cetaceans are really the mermaids and mermen you've heard of from the past. Only our faces look different to you. And as its shape has adapted to our climate, while your face shaped itself to land climate. Quite simple, isn't it? When you go to the closet and take out a different dress or suit to wear, you don't change who you are. You only change the outer appearance. But you, the person in the clothes, remain the same. The purpose of all life, our souls always remain our souls. Only our outer form changes from incarnation to incarnation to give us the different appearances our soul needs to grow and evolve. For it is only through experience that we can grow. Our lives on earth are very short compared to the, t the time of eternity, which is forever. We are here to learn about ourselves and, and our connection to all life, regardless of outer appearances. So we invite you into our ocean homes to learn about us 
and to learn from us, but not to kill us, or capture us, or torment us. All life was put here to live in a peaceful coexistence, not for humans to control and destroy. It is not necessary to go into the oceans to talk to us. You can phone us from wherever you are on land, and we will answer your ring. For we are connected to you and can hear your thoughts when you call. So call us, and we will answer you. Ask us your question, and we will reply. This way you will learn, you will receive first-hand information about your life and will help you through the confusion and chaos on land. We await for your call. So that's the message that my father wanted you to hear concerning mermaids and mermen. And of course, they do. They also have the other ones that were that uh, were spoken of in uh, in uh, ancient times. But the, of course, the description was not accurate. Real mermaids are half human and half dolphin, uh, not fish. There's no scales on them. Just smooth bodies, smooth uh, tails and torsos. And, you know, anyway, so, so because the anatomy of a dolphin is quite, is very much compatible to a human skeletal. Uh, some human, some bones, or some uh, of the anatomy of, of a dolphin is very similar to that of a human. And so they are compatible. Um, skeletal uh, bones, or the pattern of the bone, is very similar to a humanoid. So uh, I, thought you, I thought you needed to know that. But uh, mermaid, real mermaids are half dolphin and half uh, human. So that's so much for that. But um, that was so, a message, Soraya. Yeah. I think what was really um, for me. I think what was again another way of understanding why. We live where we live in this, uh, why we are here in this particular reality. And that is not our true reality. No, you're and not true. Then, yeah. So we go from one incarnation to another, or we, and so where the body leaves this body, and then, uh, you know, back when we were going to incarnate, because we're not going to incarnate again, uh, unless you want to, but. In this particular existence, this is the end for us, if you wish it to be, and to move into a higher density of uh, spirit 
And of course, when we talk about spirit, I guess spirit, most people think of spirit as being invisible. You know, you're like a ghost, so you're not around. So someone who transitions into the next level of density, um, people do not feel like, you know, we say, well, your spirit is always with you or their spirit is always with you, but they can't see them. So therefore, they don't see this transition from physicality to another physicality because they don't think that that's real. Just like people think that, you know, fairies are not real or gnomes are not real because they're not at that density or frequency enabled for them to be able to see them. So once we transition fully into fifth dimension, then we're going to be able to, and we talk, Zora and Zoraya talk about this all the time, is that we will actually be able to connect in that, in their density, the higher frequencies connect very visibly with them in another existence. So it isn't right. Is that, that's correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, uh, was there anything else you wanted to ask? Otherwise, we'll have your dad come in. And I've got a couple of questions as well for him. But I, I really like that, in, you know, the introduction into this other realm in terms of where we go and shedding this, shedding this body and um, that, uh, that our, our spirit is, moves into a different body. Hmm. Well, did you want to talk more about that, or would you like your father to come through? I'll bring my father through. Okay, well, whichever. Thank you so much for your message for today. That was very relevant to our topic, actually. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And And we're very, very grateful for you. We're very grateful that you are here with us. So that's another gratitude um, statement I'd like to <laughs> verbalize to everyone. And I'm sure I've there are many people that feel like I do. Okay. Thank you, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and bring my papa through. And uh, you can have a, a, a little bit to chat with you about. And then, of course... He will, you know, answer some questions from you. And uh, if there's anyone out there that has a, a medical issue or want um, more healing, that that might be able to slip that in too. <laughs> well, I, here I, I just while we're talking about that. So for those of you who don't get our newsletters, um. We do have, as as I said in the newsletter in December, that um, we wanted to be able to also, uh, you know, provide uh, a gift for all of you who support us, a, a free consultation or a healing from Zora or Zareya or both for 15 minutes or 20 minutes consultation or a healing with with them. And it's going to start uh January the third, the eighth, um, uh, you know, bypassing this coming week of uh, New Year's because we're also expecting um, or anticipating some really big news coming out. We may be busy. Uh, you may be busy. 
And so that's why I said, we'll go ahead and start that uh, January the 8th. If you need a healing or consultation um, more, and it's urgent, then uh, just kind of let me know healing urgent or consultation urgent. And then uh, I'll go ahead and um, what do you call it? Um, I'll put that into our schedule for this coming week. Uh, the other thing, too, is the process of getting uh, a session um, for healing or consultation for free with Sora and Zoraya. It'll be over a two-week period starting uh, January the 8th, uh, and that'll also include the weekends as well. So just make sure that you text me, um, and under subject, you want to put down free, healing, uh, urgent if it needs to be urgent, or just free healing free consultation, and uh, then I'll go ahead and time zone so that I know where to fit to in. Um, our calls can either be on the phone uh, or through Zoom. Those would be the way uh, that we will be able to do this. So I will suggest that if you like, if you want to talk to Zora Zoraya a little bit and you then talk to Zora, you'll be able to see the transformation in terms of the the trans channel part of it where uh, Zoraya actually brings Zora through. And that's always a uh, that's always a blessing. So. All right, I think I'm I'm all set with that, and uh, we're ready for your dad. So thank you for that. Thank you, Zaria. Indeed, beloved goddess. <laughs> Hello, and good day to you, or good wherever you are, Sarah. Thank you for being here with all of us again as we begin to ring in the new year of 2024 of which is going to be an enormous uh, transition um, for all of us as we move through, you know, leaving behind the past and moving into the new earth, the new frequencies and the new big events that are going to be happening in 2024. So uh, perhaps maybe if you have a message already or you'd like to get you, you want to send us also a love uh, boost, we would love that. Uh, otherwise, I will go ahead and you, you've got the floor, Zora. Indeed. Mm. If you have what is termed as a headband, I would suggest you put it on. Take it out of the closet. Take it out of the safe that you have it in or hanging on a nail in the closet. You want to put, take it off and down from there and put it on. It's not going to do you any good if you don't wear it. Yeah. Yeah, Billy. Anyway, right. Uh-huh. What? Never mind, Zaria. I, I just wanted to say that Billy has already mentioned that to everyone. <laughs> huh. All right. Good. Um Zora, just a minute before we begin. Okay, so we may have some new people again. So I always kind of forget to to let people know that we have Zaria and Zora. Both are from the hollow of our uh, planet Earth, and uh, that's called Hollow Earth. So when Zareya is here, uh, Zareya was born in Hollow Earth, and then while she's here on the surface with us, she trans-channels her dad. So they change essences completely. That's why Billy, unless in traveling back and forth, she receives the messages that are coming. Otherwise, they completely change places. So 
with that being said, Zora, maybe first of all, can you tell us where uh, where where Zoraya is at before you begin? And then you've got the floor. Indeed. Well, Zoraya is with his mother in Hollow Earth. So, hey Zara, what are they doing? Gardening. <laughs> Gardener, gardening is all year round down there. Yes. Mm. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. You have uh, temperate uh, weather all the time, seventy-three for the most part. Yep, that's perfect yes, spot for gardening. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I won't. No more interference from me uh, other than begin our 54321 again. Thank you, Zora. 54321 receive. So I would like to ask a question of people that are listening to the call. What has affected you in a positive way concerning our communications with you. It would be interesting to hear what you have to say about that. Well, we were going to open up the line, Zora, near the end of the call, because I'm asking people to just mention what their, uh, you know, their experiences over the, uh, the past year, and then also their gratitude, you know, comment. So that could be part of it if they like. Okay. It will not be a part of this particular session right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I have a couple of questions. So that, okay, so so that um, uh, okay, so I, I guess I'll just go ahead and get started then. So two questions. So the first question was. You had mentioned that um, you wanted Zareya to read that part about the Mer people. And what was the point of that message for all of us from you? Talking about the Mer people. Zora? Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I said? Partially. Oh, anyway. Um, understand. Uh, yes. What is your question? So my question about the passage, the message that Billy just read about the Mer people. The, yes. What was your intention behind that? Why did you ask Billy to read that particular message for us today? Because people have asked questions about Mer peoples and the reality of them or the not-reality of them. Okay. And so it's very important that they know, yes, they do exist, and yes, they are uh, different different uh, forms. Uh, but, of course, the most common uh, description of them is half-human and half-dolphin. Okay. And they are. And they're quite intelligent. Okay. And uh, so, and they all speak with telepathy. All the cetaceans speak with telepathy. 
It's just something that you that everyone out there needs to know. Right. And another thing that they need to know is that contrary to your upbringing, um, and this is going to take up many people, but you are aware that you, everyone on this call, are aquatic beings. Now, let me explain what that means. In what is termed as the throats of all of you, if you were to look on an x-ray, you would see indentures on both sides of your throat. And they are what you call dormant gills. And uh, so you have the ability within your being to actually breathe the oxygen in water in the ocean. You can breathe the oxygen in the water and therefore swim underwater without the use of oxygen tanks. Maybe seals were, tra- had been, were trained to do that. But those aren't, Azura, those gills are, or that, those openings for breathing are not, they're not, <laughs> they're not open at this time. So no. that's, right. So. They only open, they only open in the case of when your survival instinct takes over and you're in the water. Okay. <laughs> many, many, many sailors during World War II, when their ships sank underneath them, many of them survived because the, their survival instinct took over and consequently the, uh, the gills uh, within the throat opened and they were able to breathe the oxygen in the water. You mean so, the skin opened, or it was just through the mouth that it opened? Through the what? You know, you have to have those open, you know, and close, right? Those gills on the sides of the throat or whatever, right? Of so those, those that went, that are the sailors or whatever, you know, for them to have survived, does that mean that it was opened on the inside of the throat for them to be able yes. to that way and not and not openly on the outside no not appear on the outside at all oh, only only on the inside oh so interesting. Uh, so they would look normal of course all right. okay but all understand right. everyone has has this ability but because of fear of drowning very few people exercise that gift but it is there, it's, and it's, it is, and it is very. Uh, with, by removing by removing the fear, you can accomplish what I just said. So, is that innate in all of us that are here on the planet? It is indeed. Okay, so what does that mean? So, where did we come from if we have that availability to do that? 
where are we? Where are we originally from then? I mean, did that come as part of uh, our recreation uh, from the Anunnaki or the reptilians? Or from where did that come from that we were able to do that? It was part of the Anunnaki tampering. Oh, oh, that was interesting. Hmm. Okay, well, we just thought I'd, I'd, <laughs> I needed to bring that up. I thought maybe, you know, uh, from all the different star systems, we all come from different star systems. So, but that is of from the Anunnaki. Okay. And even okay. in, even in the, uh, the, the oceans of other worlds, uh, you're able to breathe under the water there as well. Uh, anyway, you have that ability within you. Okay. And of course, without, by removing the fear of, of it, the fear of drowning, you can accomplish, you can, you can accomplish being able to breathe underwater without the use of oxygen tanks. Okay. So when we move, Zora, to a fifth dimension, you know, full, I'm talking about full fifth, guys, full fifth dimension. Yes. Are we going to be able to go into the water and uh, breathe through the, in the water? Of course. <laughs> okay. See you guys in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. We'll, but then we still have sharks out there or, or whatever <laughs> that are carnivorous. So be careful. Understand, understand when galactic disclosure is brought forth. The sharks will no longer be carnivorous. Okay, since you're talking about disclosure already, Zora, why don't we talk about that? All right, go ahead. No, you don't. Tell us about the disclosure. Now, you also mentioned that once disclosure happens, um, Say that one more time about um, our gills or whatever, or what's going to happen. You will adapt the, the ability to uh, partake of that gift mm-hmm. now, of being able to breathe underwater without the use of tanks. Hmm. In this, in this, on the planet, on this planet, we're talking about. We're not going of elsewhere. Course. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, this is getting really <laughs> interesting, Sora. All right. So tell us about disclosure. What's going to happen besides that we're going to be able to swim in the in the oceans or the lakes or whatever without and and not and feel like we're we're like dolphins or whales or mammals of of sort. Go ahead. So back to disclosure. The regular disclosure that we know of in terms of. Where, you know, all of the different um, uh, ships, aeroships, scout ships, big ships. Yeah, tell Indeed. us about the disclosure that's happening. Or tell us more about when that's happening. Well, we are pushing very hard to have it accomplished before the end of this year. That's and like- it's like a couple of days from now. As <laughs> I understand that... Um, the powers that want to be, they want to push it into next year, or into uh, January, and uh, of course we we not we don't go by their uh, their understanding either. 
Because we're not on their timetable, they're on our timetable. <laughs> Thank you, Zora. <laughs> anyway, so when this does occur, you're going to have what is called, besides the galactic disclosure and announcement of their arrival, they're also going to reveal all of the secrets that your government has been hiding from you, such as alternative forms of energy or things of that nature, uh, inventions that are to betterment of humankind, uh, free energies and things of this nature. All that's going to be brought forth because it was be, it was hidden from you by your government on be, uh, um, even when Admiral Byrd came, um, uh, sojourned into Hollow Earth in 1947 he was given uh, a threefold message to give back to the world and they put it under top secret um classification so it would be out of the reach of the, of the public so all that's going to be revealed and all the uh, hidden parts of the government will be brought for, brought to the surface Uh, talking about the governments, Zora, we're already planning. They are already planning. Uh, you know, the alliance, the um, the military. I mean, all of this is being planned out already, as far as the EBS or the EAS, EAS, so that people are going to become awakened to all of the lies and the truths of what's happened to the governments. What's you know the bad guys, the cabal, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's not part of the galactic disclosure, is it? That's, no, that's the, that would doing. be that would be governmental dis, uh, disclosure. Okay, so we want to talk about your galactic disclosure. Galactic disclosure is going to bring out what you term as uh, a game changer, if you will. You will have mentors that will be coming to your homes uh, from the Galactic Federation. After so go, the, go through, yeah, Zora, go through the process. Here's this, this is step one. Step one from the Galactic Federation. Uh, you will have X amount of ships where step two, this is what's going to happen. You'll see bright lights or rainbow lights coming down, you know, streaks of lights wherever they're going to be coming. I mean, just something so we can kind of look forward to those particular events. So could you take it like a step at a time with us in regards to the big galactic disclosure so we are prepared to look for them? Signs? Contrary to the uh, the, uh, the push in Hollywood to bring about uh, movies uh, of, um, of alien beings coming to eat you, uh, we are not doing that. We are not he- coming here to have you for lunch or dinner or anything of that nature. 
Because that is Hollywood. But understand the Galactic Federation are of many different species, and all of them are what you call uh, vegetarian. They do not eat flesh at all. None of them. They are associated with the Galactic Federation. Even though they may look different from you, they may even be look uh, uh, scary because of their appearance, but they are not here to eat you. They are here to assist you in your ascension to a higher plane, to full fifth dimension or fifth density. I do not like that term, dimension. Anyway, density. Many people are caught up in the third density. And so, and of course, we've had people ask us, well, what happened to the fourth density? It wasn't important, so it was never even uh, spoken of. You went from the third density right into fifth density. So the lower, the lower levels of fifth density. So the people, Zora, uh, okay, a couple of questions. Um, first of all, I, I'd like to find out, you know, from the people that are already listening to this particular call today, yes. how many of us now are very close to full fifth? Well, understand when the galactic disclosure is fully realized and fully announced, uh, your bodies will shift at that point. You're talking about the DNA, right? The uh, the DNA that's junk mail, that's whatever it is, junk mail. <laughs> junk yeah. DNA. It's like junk, junk mail. Junk mail. Mm. You mean <laughs> junk uh, yes. in, uh, Strands, right, right, right. Well, yeah. right. Uh, but understand that all of what you call uh, enlightenment will be brought forth at, at the time of galactic disclosure, and that, mm-hmm. and that means that you 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 will be uh, your minds, your heart mind will know immediately what's going on. You will know immediately all of the secrets that have been hid from you will be will be brought out into the light. So when you're talking about galactic disclosure now and all of the secrets you say, what secrets do we are we going to be able to realize with the galactic disclosure. I'm not talking about governments, but the secrets. Mothers and sisters of different star systems. Ah. So you also said that uh, we we still haven't gone through the process of the different steps, but so when they come, they may look a little different from us. Are they going to be, you know, they're not going to, uh, are some of them going to be blue, or some of them are going to be, uh, uh, you know, like the avians? Yes, are some be- will be green. 
Some will be turquoise. Some will be turquoise. But they're going uh, to be as tall as we are, as tall as human beings. Some will be some will be taller, and some will be smaller. This is for galactic disclosure, really. Of course, yes. Wow, that's that's like having all of the different um, ETs coming in on the planet. Indeed. Of light. Oh, indeed. <laughs> this is getting really good, sir. Indeed it is. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, so tell us the steps. Maybe we'll get a better understanding. What are the steps? So tell us where Ashtar is right now with and how how many ships do we have out there uh, beyond this atmosphere? In the orbit around your planet, you have several what you call uh, different uh, starships. They're I mean, out there. they're already there. They're just close. Okay, so how many millions do we have out there, or thousands? We do have. You have several ships that are already on the on your planet, but they are float. Right. Those are Arcturian ships. Right. The humans of the universe. But what about above this atmosphere? Are they all in place and ready? Yes, they are. They're just waiting for the for the approval to decloak. <laughs> it's like the green light, Zora. We're waiting for the green light here too, and that's already <laughs> this is the green light from source. Indeed. Okay, so we have millions of ships up there. Would you say? Or I wouldn't say millions. No, uh, several thousand for sure. Okay, and how many motherships do you think is of the thousands that we have out there besides the little ships? Well, they are in the outer side, of, and they were above the orbit, uh, out in space, oh. uh, because they're so big. Okay. And uh, so, so, hmm. so what ships are there in the outer uh, outer limits of our, um, our uh, planet? Where are they from? Well, one of them is Grinner. Grenner. Yeah, I don't think people know about Grenner. Could you describe, I mean, who is Grenner? Who is Ashton? Grenner, Grenner is one of the commanders in the Ashton fleet. And he has and he, a, ha, he has his own starship. Now, when we're talking starships, or are we talking about motherships? Yes. Describe a mothership for people. Most people don't know that. Hmm. How big is a mothership? Some motherships, if they were to uh, appear in your sky, they would cause chaos or they would cause panic. How big are they? Because of their immense size. Um, As big as a as as big as a state. Well. One vessel that's out in 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 or uh, in, in that's in orbit, include is two thousand miles across. Yeah, it's about as uh, long as the uh, United States. It would pretty much cover the United States. 
Um, anyway, but so we don't want to cause any issues with uh, uh, bringing that one down. The smaller vessels will be quite sufficient. And um, but anyway, understand that it is now what you call the thirtieth, I think, isn't it? It is. I know we're we're in time here still. Yes, this is the thirtieth. Uh, the thirty first is the last day. The, the so you have on the second. Um, yeah, the first. The thirty first is tomorrow. The thirty first is tomorrow. That would be New Year's Eve. That is New Year's Eve. Yes, sir. Mm, okay. <laughs> you're you're pushing it. We are. Yes, we are. That, that is that, that is certain. Mm. What do you think? What is yeah. what, what is source? I'm scheduled to go in for a meeting after this call. <laughs> Emergency meeting, maybe. Well, source is calling. So <laughs> it will be after this call. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice, guys, if we could be there at that call <laughs> with Source? <laughs> when you see, when you have a meeting with Source, you know this is kind of on a uh, off off the 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 topic here. But when you meet with Source, is Source male, female, or androgynous? When you meet with Source, Source is you. I'm sorry. So the 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 true source has no what you call gender, right? Right. And, so, uh, if so, if source has no gender, and we know source is all consciousness, what does source look like? Or is there? Does he come in a body, or is it just pure light that comes in as pure energy, or whatever? Well, he has appeared on Earth in several different what you call forms. Right. No, um, but when you meet with him, Zora. Oh, when I meet with him. Right. He's a light being. Just a light. Just light, huh? Mm-hmm. A light that can talk. Or you're not talking. You're it's all it's all telepathic, correct? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, guys. All right. Well, we just thought I just thought I'd ask for um, everyone's uh, enlightenment as well as mine. Okay. So back again, you know, I don't want to have to take up, you know, we have like about 25 minutes left. And uh, I wanted, uh, there was another subject I wanted to bring up before we open up the lines for people to to say what they would like to say. But, um, and, huh? Go ahead and bring it oh. forth. No, 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 no. So I, I have a okay. So my question, when we're talking about um, a, awakening or understanding what the next dimension or next density is like, and understanding that we are all love and all of that, right? And uh, people have gone through what we call. Uh, some people have gone through accidents, whether in the hospital or whether it's, you know, um, 
thrown off uh, out of a car or whatever it is where people actually went through a through a near death experience actually for those of you that are in the chicago area when i used to live there years before i ever met uh, billy i was already on my on my um spiritual path but at that time there was there still is an organization there i forget what it's called but it's a, an association for near death experiencers and i would go there with a, a friend or two with me and we would always sit in at these uh, um at these meetings, big meetings, and we would have people come from different places, you know, whether, uh, you know, worldwide that come in and speak about their experiences, having had a near death experience. So a near death. And so maybe you could. And, and the reason why I'm bringing that now to the foreground is because, you know, people still are uh, not understanding, you know, when we move and we go through a, the ascension process, you know, we're going to be doing this with bodies, right? But when we're talking about near-death experiences, they actually move into a really blissful, beautiful state of, you know, um, of understanding that they're full of love. Everything around them is just love uh, everywhere. And they don't, they never want to come back. You know, people that do come back sometimes also have, have, um, a, uh, an awakening where they already have been gifted, you know, to be able to, uh, with a new invention, with, uh, something really, uh, that's amazing, a gift that they bring to the planet. But my question, Zora, is in regards to people dying, people know as dying, where the body is 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 gone uh has you know the, the the all of the organs the whole body is already beginning to leave you know where you know we go from from this body and into ashes and then the spirit then moves forward so so when they move into that elevated existence you know different existence a higher frequency Tell us how that is really for the people that are here, because even though we have the the uh, cabal is on a, a depopulation uh, agenda, which hopefully is is going to be stopped, like by by the first, hopefully, or you know, it's, it's at some point in this very very near future. You know what happens because you know I've already realized you know some members or friends you know who've already transitioned and people don't get you know when I say well you know they're they're right with you or Zorea would say that they're right there with you when he does or they do their phone calls with people and uh, they don't understand that they really are there so when they when we say that they are really there what are we what are you Tell us in your words what is what do you really see, Zora, in this trend in this transition, in this type of transition, whether it's a near death experience or whether it's an actual the death of the body or the 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 systems are 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 done. Zora. Yoho. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I talk too much. Hey, Zora, are you still here with us? I am indeed. Okay, could you? I know it. It was kind of uh, not exactly a good 
um, um, I, I think I, I really kind of said too much all at once. But can you give us your give us your understanding of both of those different realities? Mm. Mm. So the first one, then let's let's just go backwards. So let's go this. So the people that are now that have passed. And when we say we they pass, people think of it that they're that the body is gone, and so therefore they are really gone because they're they're gone. And but then we already know that you go to heaven or you go that your spirit is in a, a higher frequency or whatever. So tell us tell us that reality, the true reality, because there there's that reality of who we really are, because we mm-hmm. really think that these bodies are really real. This is our reality, and it's not. So what is the true reality of when one really transitions from the body, leaving this body behind, leaving a costume behind? Mm -hmm. There's two ways you ascend. You ascend, you ascend with your body by taking it with you, or... You leave it behind to be cremated or buried or whatever. So that's the reality. And it's also individual choice. People have always asked, well, you go, are you going to a reservoir? The ascension of mass, a mass ascension. It's not that way. Each individual, it's an individual choice. So tell us the process also of that. What happens in that process? You know, are we, you know, so when, you know, we've, we've always heard that what happens when your body um, is, is dies or, you know, completely, you're not there anymore. The body is not there. The essence is still alive. So the essence. Yes. Or your spirit goes through what what uh, what is the transition look like from going from this body into your true essence, and where does that how does that play out? What is the process? So let's just pretend I'm on my deathbed and I can already feel that, you know, I'm going to be, as people say, dying or leaving the body. Let's say it's I'm leaving the body. So now take me from there and move forward into where wherever I go. When you shift from this body, you will shift right into a new uh, body form. You will be going from of your uh, present density into a full fifth dimensional uh, into a full fifth density. Um, Whatever happens, just no, let's go back to the body. So in the process of moving from the third density into full fifth density, is there a process of going through a tunnel of seeing the light and seeing your brothers and sisters around you and they take you through the tunnel into the light of whatever it is? 
Is that true? In reality, no. <laughs> That's not how it happens, huh? No. All right. Well, we've heard that a million times because what happens for some people that go through this near-death experience is that that is also what they see. They see themselves going into a light, going through a tunnel, and then seeing the light and then seeing all of their brothers and sisters or their relatives or friends or whatever. And then they go to heaven, as we all say. Understand that you have mm, the term heaven is a place that is ultimate joy. And of course, that would also pertain to all of that. Um, that is ultimate joy too. Um, but What you term heaven is New Jerusalem. The ship, New Jerusalem. Understand? So we're, so heaven is New Jerusalem. Or maybe creator the creatorship that uh, Q talks about, huh? Or maybe mm. it's a different ship. <laughs> and of course, when your disclosure is uh, fully realized, and of course, all that information will come forth, uh, and you will, know, and you will know without any doubt exactly what's going on. So maybe this is a something that we could wait for, huh? To see for ourselves. Experience Indeed. ourselves. Of course. So it's actually a transition from 3D to 50, 5D. Remember, no one dies. Correct. Yeah, we know that. Everyone, everyone is immortal. Okay. Yeah, but when we move, it's going to be with our bodies. If that is your choice, yes. I think for everyone that's listening to this call, it is our choice. Good. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be a good thing. Okay, so so this this um, understanding about going through a tunnel and going through a a, um, a what do you call a, a, a review of your life of the things that you've done wrong to people, etc. It's a, and all of that. That's not that's not the reality. When you step out of the body that you're in now, mm-hmm. you will be stepping out of one body right into another. Okay, so what about limbo? Is there such thing as limbo? Yes. Okay, well, if we're moving from 5D, 3D to 5D, why would there be a limbo? <laughs> what, what is, who is limbo for? So what is that, limbo and who is it for? Lim, limbo would be what would be termed as the, the holding place for those uh, beings 
uh, those uh, uh, new bodies awaking. So we won't move directly into our bodies, right? We'll go to limbo for holding? No, that's where the bodies are. But they will be, you will be stepping out of one right into another. There will be no uh, hesitation between. Is that for the people that are halfway awake? Or halfway good? And not so much evil or negative? What is who is limbo for then? It's for those who have what you call uh, moved on from the uh, from what you call the death of, uh, on the surface, stepping through death's door into a body. And what does limbo look like, Zora? What does it look like? It looks like a void. It's a void. Indeed. So is that positive or negative void? Always positive. Oh, it's always positive. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to know, everybody, in case somebody goes here to limbo. Do most people go through limbo or not? It depends. It depends what their current status is. And only they would know that. Okay, so the people, okay, so we know that there's no hell, right? Uh, And we know that there is no Satan. So the people that are not in a higher frequency, they can't, uh, higher frequency, um, and um, for whatever um, existence they created for themselves, A lot of it is still understanding uh, their true nature in terms of who they are as light spirits. Where do they go then if they have more lessons to learn, right? If they're not prepared for going into 5D or don't even know about 5D, where do they go? The people that are really very asleep or people that are really, um, you know, have been like, Bad little boys and girls, or whatever. To the sister world. They go to the sister world. Okay. All right. So um, because because Mother of uh, Terra Christa is slated for ascension, when you term new world. Correct. Okay. All right. So, and also understand when I'm about to tell some tell many people right now. And because of their upbringing in Christianity, it's going to shake them a bit. Satan is a thought form, nothing more. 
It's uh, that was, uh, it, it, was crea- it was created by the early church. Right, for control. To control. It's all about control. Okay. Okay, before we begin to open up the line, Zora, uh, tell us, okay, so you're still, you've got a meeting to go to very soon. Um, oh, let me see. And also that, um, uh, what do you see now? So let's take us down to earth right now in terms of what you see happening. A lot of things are really happening right now in regards to the blessings, the RV, uh, all of just a lot of disclosures here that are happening, uh, beginning to happen. So tell us what already is evident and is already playing out. You know, whether it's Gassara, Nassara, um, that's St. Germain's Trust, Rodriguez Trust, Social Security, and whatever else you'd like to tell us. Understand that your prosperity, you know, what you call your, uh, your, your slang term, the RV, or global currency reset, is in the process right now. And the, even though many of you do not see it because it doesn't uh, need to do what is termed as to manifest this and um, through meditation meditation is, is, is important to your ascension So, anyone needs to meditate. Uh, we were just especially, talking. especially with what you term wearing the headbands because it assists in that uh, endeavor. Indeed. So you were referring to the RV. So to the for the RV, we need to also meditate. Well, yeah. But you already said that it is in process, correct? It is indeed. Okay, so just imagine- many, many what you call what you call uh, uh, private sectors are already in the process of doing it. Actually, actually, yeah, it isn't about it's the whole it's the, it's not being held by the trustees, it's not being held by the bond uh, traders or whatever. It's actually happening, happening. Indeed, it is. Okay, okay. now. Along with that, uh, so we know that, right? Okay, so the St. Germain's Trust is now open and available, correct? Indeed it is. Okay, so the what about the Rodriguez um, uh, Trust and the, the, the other programs that a lot of people have had for many years? Freedom Club or whatever, uh, where are those in... in, in where are those at presently? Mm. Well, the Saint Germain Trust uh, was brought within the process of being brought forth on the twenty fifth. Like you said, right? Okay. Yes, indeed. Okay. And those would be what would be termed as, um, mm, you should pay out, mm. 
dangerous. I think that is the term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, um, same with the Rodriguez. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. That one as well. Are out. Okay. Good. Indeed. All right. Okay. They're just in preparation. All right. Pardon? They're just in preparation for release. Oh. No. Whatever happened to the rainbow waves, Zora? That hasn't uh, reached us yet. It's, uh, it's coming. Is, so we're going to have the um, galactic disclosure before the rainbow wave then, huh? Most likely, yes. Okay, that's all right. Okay, so I think what I'm going to do, Zora, um, and I know I had a couple of questions. One of the questions also was in terms of replicators, and this is for like a race car. Um, and that's more our world here in terms of the 3D replicators. And and those are, you know, of course, they did the same thing with the cloning. It's all about, you know, taking a cell and then making it out of, you know, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of the replicators, uh, 3D replicators, that uh, that is an e- evolving um, process that is happening on our dimension. And just hang on to your seat because that's also part of the new technologies that are going to be really coming out to besides the med beds. So the med beds also, we know that that's already, we know that that's coming into play. Like, how soon do you think that's going to be, Zora? Say that again. The med beds. When do you ah. think we, we can uh, really realize the med beds for so many people? They'll be coming out too. Yeah, very, yeah. Well, they say it's going to be available once we go into the redemption. So lastly, uh, just in regards to the information, as soon as I hear our, oh, I'm I'm saying this now, just know that uh, when it's time, guys, I will put a a newsletter out. If you don't have, you're not part of our newsletter or got lost or whatever, make sure that you go to, um, you know, HTTPS colon slash slash ZoraOfHollowEarth.com. Go ahead and just sign up. And then you'll get our free newsletters so that you know when it says subject is urgent, urgent, urgent. That means I need to be able to give you some information regarding the the blessings. Okay. All right. Um, And also, I would like to mention to everyone out there listening to this call. uh, If you feel moved to uh, do what is termed as to give a love gift uh, for uh, Zeray and Quasar, they could use it for sure. Um, But understand, that's only if you feel moved to do so. Um, And uh, so, and also, if you wish, you can also do what it's time that is to subscribe. Hey, uh, hey. To, to support the channel as well. Thank you, Zara. I, I, I did mention that also. I did. I know. You, I know you did. <laughs> but thank you. All right, it's crunch time for a lot of us. Um, so, but anyways, we also know that this is like right, you know, at our doorstep as far as the RV. Um, 
But thank you, everyone. Thank you, Zora. Thank you for all of your support. We're very, very grateful um, also that you have been here with us for these many, many years already as you are, as you're assisting us. I will also mention, and if you are going to do what is time lies to send for the love gift, uh, you will send it to what is time lies, tell us girl at yahoo.com. And, uh, and put friends and family. This way, uh, no fees are taken from it. And uh, that would need to be put out there as well. Anyway. All right. But, Thank you, Sarah. All right. Cool. We, we only have like about 25 minutes now. We're going to open up the lines, you guys. I'm going to have um, Don open up the lines so that we can go ahead and you can go through the live number and see if you can come in and go ahead. Tell us a little bit about what you've learned this year. Uh, tell us about what you've experienced and uh, what you are in great, what you are in gratitude for. So that's what we're going to listen. That's, that's would be really wonderful if you could chime in. As we bring in and ring in the new year with lots of love and gratitude and compassion and kindness for all of us, for all. Uh, of one, one, one last thing I would like to say, also, <laughs> if I can, <laughs> if I may. All right, go ahead, Zara. Many of you out there do not have what you call access to PayPal, <laughs> so. Hey, Zora, they yes. can text me. If they want to do that, just go ahead and text me on my number, guys. I can help you with yes. that. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. So just text me. So, um, yeah, yeah, to my number, seven. It's uh, we're Pacific time, and my number is 719-428-9746. Okay? All right. Thank you so much for your... Uh, for your words of encouragement and information and lots of love, Zora. Before we let you go, we're going to go ahead and open up the lines for people that would love to be able to, you know, chime in and say hello. And okay. I would just sit here, I would sit here and observe. Oh, oh, well, you could you could also say hello. You could say something else as well. All right, so let's go ahead and do that. Let's see if I can go ahead and get um, uh, done. On to open up the lines here. Let me see what we got here. Oh, I got to go to my chat thing here. Hold on. See if I had my, oh, here, let me see if I could view this. Oh, view. Um, hmm. That's not it. Okay, just a second, guys. Did Don release the uh, call? Huh? Uh, hold on a second. Um, Did you open up the call? Yeah, I, I guess I have to. I don't think I share screen. I'm looking at the chat. Invite. Invite link. All right. Well, beloved, beloved Dawn, are you there? 
<laughs> I don't know I, where I am I, here, and and you you need to open. You need to go to the bottom of your screen and click chat, and that'll open I up did. the chat box. Well, then uh, you should have your chat box. Oh, open. I'm sorry, I just did. Gotcha. Uh, okay, very good. Thank you, John. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it. Alrighty, so we have a um, couple people here. I've got. Uh, let's see. We have Ingrid from Utah. So let's go ahead. Can you hear us? I can. May, oh, good. May Hi, I Ingrid. Talk? How are you? So exciting. I feel like family talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two very important questions melded into one. First of all, I would love for Zora to do a feature story on the New Jerusalem. A couple of years ago, I saw on YouTube uh, someone posted information about the New Jerusalem ship. Um, I think it's captained by uh, none other than Jesus himself. Um, I belong to a church where we uh, learn about the New Jerusalem that will be in Missouri. Um, so I wonder if there's a connection there, you know, uh, the big mothership coming to the earth, um, what it's like. And it's many stories, and one of them has the um, hydroponics uh, garden where living energy food can be fed to all the staff, I guess, <laughs> on, on board. Um, I, I'm a big fan of farming um, intelligently. <laughs> and uh, resourcefully. Um, so I, I would love to hear about how that operation is like and uh, also other um, rooms uh, or floors on New Jerusalem, you know, that has to do with admin or their control um, rooms or rooms to house many that they say could come from the earth. I don't know what that arrangement is like. Um, I should say plan. I don't know what that plan is like, but I, I believe it will be glorious um, for all right. us earthlings so, to okay. be exposed so to we don't, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to, yeah, definitely so for a different call or and uh, description okay. from Zora because we only have like 15 minutes okay. left. My question for today, Jane, sorry, that was a long description. My question yeah. today it, is for Zora to Describe to me what hollow earth um, dwellings are like. I've read from either yeah. from uh, Diane Diane's book Robin. that uh-huh. uh, it's or yeah, Robin or uh, Zora has described it himself. I would just like to explore more what the geodesic uh, dome shape of buildings or homes that you live in that is roofless because you don't have storms or snow. So you welcome uh, the, I guess, ventilation from uh, the outside world, uh, outdoors. I mean, the outdoors and the indoors will be melded into one. My my project will be to... Excuse me. 
Yeah, excuse me, Ingrid. This last part yeah. of this program is really not about questions. So keep that question in oh. mind. You could call, call, text me if you wish. Again, for everyone, you can text me okay. if you would like to have a private call, a free private call for either 15 to 20 minutes with Zora. And then you can get some of these okay. things called. Uh, answered so it's all about just gratitude what you've experienced real quickly over the year and what you're in gratitude for ingrid and then i gotta go into the next people next people okay and then we will call it a show for today go ahead sorry okay then i'll be okay uh okay the last year the last 10 years since my awakenings i have to say learning to love oneself not just to love source (laughs) because that's dogma, right? We, we love our creators, but we all need to learn to love ourselves from there on. It's so much okay. easier to love yes. others. And what, is, what yes. are you in gratitude for today as we speak? In gratitude to, oh, all of God's creation. Okay, Even the beautiful. elemental kingdom. How, Absolutely. How beautiful okay. is that? You know, our families, friends, uh, neighbors, um, very good okay very good okay we got to go we got to go forward so thank you so much for that and thank you for for those beautiful words thank you ingrid okay bye-bye Thank you. All right. Okay, everyone. This is the callers, please. It's all about what you've learned over the, the this year. I'm talking particularly this year and what you're in gratitude for. Okay, I'm going to open up the line now for Barb. Barb. Okay. Let's go ahead and open you up. Hey, Barb, are you here? Aha. Okay. Um, I think that's really all I see. Is that it? um... Barb, Barb, are you there? It shows you're still there. Did you walk away from your phone? Well, we're going to have to let you go. All right. I uh, hung up. Okay. Well, I don't think I see... um, I don't see see anyone else or um, Don. Uh, correct. Um, folks, lines are open. 888-627-6008. Give us a call. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, this is... Uh, okay. Um, I guess... All right. Uh, Zora, are you still here with us? Indeed. <laughs> well, we had one guest and maybe just go ahead maybe while we're here waiting for anybody else that would like to come online and um voice what uh, their year has been like and little words of uh, their gratitude for the year. So, uh maybe you could go ahead um and talk a little bit about New Jerusalem, Zora. What does it look like, and what does it house, and how big it is, and et cetera? Could you do that for us real quick? By that time, the show will be over. So what does New Jerusalem look like? And where is it right now, and where will it be when the disclosure comes through? Hey, Zara, did I lose you? No. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Explain uh, New Jerusalem to all of us. Mm. Yeah. What's in New it? What Et cetera. New, hmm? New Jerusalem is an immense vessel, quite large, and uh, it has several layers, as well as a dome on top. And uh, it is now what you call, when you look at the evening star, you that is actually uh, the New Jerusalem sitting in front of the planet Venus. If you go, if you look through a telescope, you will see an elongated object. And that is New Jerusalem. What does it look like on the inside, Zora? Beautiful. Words could not. Uh, words could not describe the beauty of it. Could you try to give us a simple description of beautiful? What does it hmm. look? Hmm. Hmm. Does it look like the Garden of Eden? Does it look like it's got uh, all kinds of crystal buildings? What does it look like? What do the homes look like? What do people look like? I mean, just give us a short description of what you see when you look at when you go inside New Jerusalem. It is quite immense. It has what you call structures, round structures. Um, and uh, a couple pyramids as well. But it has, uh, but it has an immense uh, open area, if you will. Um, Picture a tropical island devoid of any uh, habitation and multiply that by 100. So it looks like a forest. Yes. So, uh, so we're talking vegetation, we're talking plants and trees and streams. Yes. And waterfalls mm -hmm. and mountains and people living. Yes, in and around nature. Uh, sounds like hollow earth, Sora. I know. <laughs> well, it would be hollow earth multiplied by 100. <laughs> uh, you don't see any modern, tall crystal buildings at all? No. And what about the gardening? The gardening is in the open, open, wherever you want to put a garden. Is it geo? Is it um, hydrophonic, or is it what kind of uh, gardening do you do there, um, etc.? What kind of people? What are people doing? Glorifying creator. Pardon. Glorifying creator. 
In what way? In what way? Right. Hmm. Obviously, they're not on bended knees, right? No. No. They're living in perfect joy and harmony, correct? They are indeed. All right. Okay. Well, we only have like about, um, well, we have about 10 minutes. Um, I see somebody here already, Zora, so I'm going to go ahead and open up. Um, we have two people that have just come online, so I'll go ahead and open up the line first from, let's see. All right. Loya from Hawaii. Hello. <clears throat> Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. <clears throat> Tell us I who love you Go ahead. I love the cosmos and my girlfriend who passed in 2019. That's where she was headed into the cosmos and I'm writing her biography. Second, I love Gaia or Mother Earth, and I hike each Wednesday to plant my feet on Mother Earth. Number three, I love the beaches of Kauai, K-A-U-A-I, here in Hawaii. And every Saturday, we have a drum circle drumming for peace around the world. And it's Louise. Padilla, who is uh, ar arranging that for us and keeps us going every week. <laughs> and this time of year, from 4.30 to 6.30 in the summer, it's 5 to 8, because it uh, stays lighter, longer. <laughs> and I love uh, having my dear friend Paradise with me today and sharing Hollow Earth with me. Bless her for doing that. Beautiful. And Thank I you. love, one more thing, I love to dance, and we dance at Paniolo's Tuesday night with Gypsy Spice Band. Dance in front of the band. It's so much fun. Wonderful. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. God bless you. Aloha. And mahalo nui loa for allowing me. <laughs> Happy New Year to everyone and to you. Thank you for coming on our call today. Thank you. Happy New uh, Year to you. Okay. You as well, Loya. Thank you. Aloha. Okay. Now we also have, um, oh, hi, Stan. Hello. Oh, hello. Yeah, hello. Can you hear me, Jane? Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Nice to hear you. Yes, wow. so, yeah. yeah, well, thank you for the beautiful call. Um, I'm grateful uh, mostly for the reassurance that you and, and uh, Zarea and Zora bring, uh, you know, uh, for the um, ascension, and uh, we do not die. And and uh, you know, listening to the calls for many years is is uh, it's very very enlightening and gratifying for me because it hasn't been 
a real happy place here in the 3D, three density, and uh, and that's what has uh, you know kept me going is is the uh, the calls and and uh, I look around at uh, you know a lot of people who are uh, unhappy. Well, they're you know they're uh, doing the best that they can, I guess, but m- probably most of them haven't. Um, the awareness of, of this ascension and uh, moving on towards bigger and better things. And so I'm grateful for that. Thank you for the call again, and uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you so much for that, uh, Stan. I think you, you really summed it up really well as far as where we are uh, presently um, and understanding, you know, our evolution, evolutionary stage uh, where we're at presently. So thank you so much for that, Stan. Hey, so um, I think that's probably our last caller for the day. Hey, Zora, you're still here. I know we're with us. I think. (laughs) Hey, Zora. Okay, so um, let me just real quick. I think we still have like a two or three uh, minutes left. Let me um, let me go with. Uh, let me. I just have to go to the next room, guys. Hang in there. Uh, let me see if I can have. Hey, Stance or or Don. Somebody say uh, you know a few words about twenty twenty four. Okay, take take over, uh, Stan and Don. Thank you. Um, all right, 2024 is going to be a good year. <laughs> uh, folks, I, I truly hope that you have a wonderful, I mean that, a wonderful, miracle-filled 2024. It's going to be an exciting year by all accounts on all fronts, political. Uh, oh, sorry? Indeed. Right. It's it's going to be a year. One for the books, that's for sure. So I'm kind of, of excited. And how be you, Don? Well, I can't complain. You know, I, I mean, I guess I could, but uh, um, I'm just happy to see this year behind us and looking forward to the new year. Indeed. Yeah. It's going to be glorious. I think you're right. It's going to it, it's going to tell the tale of the future. I think next year is going to lay the groundwork for the future of of uh, of this great country and its people. And the and the reunion of the um, we hollow earthians coming to the surface. Won't that be nice? I hear that happens uh, every now and again in California and Yuba City and and uh, several other the other of the outlying border cities, um, or you know border state cities. And um, you know I've even talked to people that say they've they've seen these strange, very tall, thin people wandering around the town, a little bit odd, but uh, they frequent these places every now and again. And it seems to be happening more and more. And, and they say they're from, well, according to what the people I speak to, they say they're from, you know, the inner earth. So I, 
I have to say, hmm, you know, there's got to be a lot to that. Uh, you know, they must, somebody's visiting, and uh, they say they're from the inner earth. So, you know, I, I don't know much more but to say uh, it's getting interesting, and it's happening more and they more. They called the Gartons. A Gartons, okay, okay. Indeed. Interesting. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. I always knew that in my lifetime we would end up in like pre-Egyptian times where there was space-faring peoples coming and going, uh, not just us, but others from other places. And I think we're entering into that time period. I think we're going to see it um, very soon, within the next 10 years or less. Less. Yeah, that'd be great. Indeed. Thank you so much for that, Don. Oh, thank you. you. And blessings to you and to your people. And a happy holiday, a wonderful, prosperous, exciting, joyous, and loving new year. And let's let's talk, Don. I can't. I've got uh, family things that I've got to take care of today and tomorrow. So uh, let's talk after. Uh, at some it. point, uh, we'll kind of uh, tie things up. And everyone, this is our moment. This is we're on the board here to trans trans uh, uh, transform and letting go of the past, bringing in this beautiful 2024 of great. Um, Amazing events to to happen, ETs and everything else, <laughs> and prosperity for all and peace for all mankind. So, with that, I say, um, welcome 2024, and thank you, everyone, Don, Doug, the whole staff. You guys have been amazing, and for all of our supporters, for all of those that listen to our calls, thank you for being here on our journey together in this ascension ascension time or moment, or event. <laughs> all right. Good day to all of you. Sorry, take over and say good day. Uh, good day. And we're, our call is done for today. Five, four, three, two, one, receive. Five, four, three, two, one, we receive as we bring in the 2024 frequencies, high frequencies of love and peace and joy. Thank you, everyone. Namaste. Namaste.